You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Wow. Both free as Iron Man? What? Come here. Funkaholics, we are live here at Lobo Comics. This is episode number 21. We are doing a special event here at Lobo Comics. I'm your host, Nando T, Junior Golden Boy 79 on Instagram, and the Ric Flair of WWE Funko Pop Collecting. Woo! Woo! Today, I have with me... You got Corey, your anime collector. You can find me at Funko Squid on Instagram. And me, Flo the Chrome Hater. Follow me on Instagram, Lost in the Shadows. And today, guys, we got a special guest with us. We actually have a staff member from Lobo Comics here to talk to us. Micah. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Micah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at Death by Leg Kick or follow our page at Lobo Comics. Awesome. This is a great event, guys. I didn't. We have got great attendance here. We got a lot of vendors, a lot of great pops. Anything that's caught you guys' eyes so far? I know I'm the anime guy, and no one else in town is. But, again, some Star Wars has caught my eye. Excellent. What'd you see, Corey? There is a Queen Amidala over there, a Darth Maul, a Boba Fett. I don't think I'm walking away with any. I think my buddy is. But uh, it's cool to see him. What about you, Chromator? Um, funny that you say that. I actually picked up a Walking Dead uh, Merle, a regular one with blood spit on it with the exclusive sticker on it. So it's not regular. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get what I mean, but I need it for the collection. I gotta thank my man David for having that, and my man Donald for helping me get it. So thank you, Donald. Right on. And Micah, anything that caught your eye while you're down here? You know, uh, what Corey brought up was that Boba Fett was over here behind us. I, was, I had my eye on that one too, so I have to arm wrestle someone for that one. But yeah, okay. that's, that's definitely looking, looking. Right on. So Micah, talk to us a little bit about Lobo Comics, man. What, what do you guys got going on down here? Yeah, man, so we, uh, we moved into this new store at the beginning of 2018. Um, it's really awesome. It gave us this opportunity to have an event center now, so we have all these events going on the pop and toy swaps at the, the mini cons that we're doing and stuff like that so yeah we uh we're just here we're setting this one up and it's looking as good as ever now i think really tons of people are showing up tons of purchases hopefully trades too very cool how long have you been working with lobo um been here for a little over a year i've been with the lobo family a little longer than that i've been shopping here since since i was a kid you know henry actually kicked me out of this store when i was nine years old the kitty <laughs> that's awesome actually it's, it's pretty funny so whenever I first started working here I was like hey you remember this kid um, whenever Marvel Zombies number one came out it was, it was all over school everybody had it I had to go pick one up so I came into the store with what I thought was the cover price and it was already going for like 200 plus dollars you guys got me he's like yeah sure do I was like cool I'll take it and slid him to five and he was like no man that's, that's not going to cut it and I was like you can keep the change like, I don't care and he was like dude just just get out of here. <laughs> this is it was awkward. I didn't understand it. And so I went back out to the car and my mom's like, Where's where's the book? And I'm like, I guess he wanted more for it and took off and, Oh man. Wow, what a story. Yeah man, it's hilarious. And then you end up coming down here now, and working for him. I work for him and it's it's like a huge circle. Did you ever get your comic? I actually did get it. Good. Uh, I did not buy it through Lobo, I got it on eBay, but yeah, it was a, a little little sweet revenge. I got it about five years ago. There we oh, go. Right. Right. Awesome. So a story that starts out with not a bad ending, being but crushed, <laughs> being crushed, ends up turning out to be good. Right. You know that Funko is going to be releasing Marvel Zombies, right? I didn't know that, but um, is that because of the Marvel Zombies Resurrection thing that they're doing right I now? I think so. Okay, that makes we sense. believe that's where it's coming that. from, cool. and the pops look amazing. Yeah, yes, okay. they do. They look very cool. They already had one like years before. I think it was the the Morbius one. And, yeah, it is the Morbius one. And I think they were like, "Wow, this one looks pretty cool." And then after when I bought those little keychains from box lunch they look so cool and i think they're probably like you know what we should start doing these as more funko pops i've been wanting these for like a long time now that they are coming out now i know what i'm spending my money on yeah more stuff for me to not buy <laughs> it's fine with me Corey's like pass i am flo the, the zombie collector now <laughs> makes sense it's a good transition <laughs> that's right don't you forget it <laughs> so michael what a what are the what are the trends that you're seeing right now over here at Lobo Comics? Uh, pops are pops are all the craze, and uh, what I think is interesting is I was 
I didn't have optimal skepticism at first about Pops as they were coming through. I was like, okay, we got the next Beanie Baby or the next, uh, you know, those board, those little cardboard uh, coins. Oh, the, the Pogs? Day. Yeah, the yeah. Pogs. I was like, here's the next Pog, right? And they just keep going, they keep printing, and they keep getting more collectors. And I'm like, oh, th so this is a thing now. This is a, you guys are in, you know what I mean? This is... You got your Marvel Legends, you got your NECA figures, you got your, your Funko Pops. It's, it's one of the integrated ones now. Oh, yeah. Funko, I mean, become starting to become like a household name. Mm. Even if you don't collect Pops, you know what Pops are. You, or you know what Funko is, at least. Yeah, it's funny because every time I talk to somebody that doesn't have a clue about it, but then the moment that you say, or once you start telling them a little bit more about it, they're like... Oh, those little bobbleheads? And it's like, yeah. yeah, the bobbleheads. Figures with the big heads and Figures big with the eyes. big heads. They're not bobbleheads. Yeah, and then they'll be like, yeah, I see those Some at Target are. all the time, Walmart, or, you know, and they're, they're everywhere now. They yeah, are so we're growing really big. Now. more Walking Dead pop. We know. <laughs> yes. We know. We'll get into it in another episode, probably next week. I'm sure the we'll New York Toy Fair <laughs> made me so happy with how many anime pops they announced. I'm going to be broke this year, but... It's, it's a worth good it. Broke. Well, it's a good broke. I'll be saving money because they didn't make what I wanted. And that's all I want is one thing. <laughs> Stupid already. Yes, we know, Flo. We've heard it the last 20 episodes. <laughs> and you're, you're going to keep hearing it more until they finally do what I want. So deal with it. <laughs> so have you, seen any, uh, have you seen any grails come through the store or anything like that? Um, you know, as far as grails, let me think of one. I see one behind you. The grail of grails. Oh, there is a grail of oh, grail here. Oh, and we are oh. going to be talking to this gentleman later on. Which one is that? It's the, he has the Clockwork Orange Glow in the Dark Chase. Okay. It's a realistically $20,000 pop. Very unique pop. Okay. Very See, and, that, and that proves to you guys that, like, again, it's, you guys aren't beanie babies. You guys aren't pops. Like, it's, that, that's legitimate value to it. You know? like, they say, like, once you slab a comic book, it's as good as gold. Once you put a license on it, it's yeah. as good as gold. There you go. Beanie babies, you liked beanie babies. Pops, you don't like pops. You like Marvel. Yes. You like Star Wars. Like anime. That's the stuff you like. Yeah, exactly. It was funny that you brought up Pogs because in the soda pop cans that Funko released, they're blind figurines, but on the bottom of the can, they actually have a Pog in there. Yeah, they're big. It's not like a Pog Pog, but yeah. It's yeah. pretty Pog. similar to a Pog. Wait, so yeah. Is the Pog for like if you find the chase or is it just for like the regular one? It tells you Both. if you got It'll a tell you if it's or a chase. chase. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, really cool. I see people with like the regular one, or then like some people post, they're like, oh, you got the chase. And I thought that's what it was only for. But I'm thinking about maybe getting one. Which one do you think I should get? I don't know. Find one you like. That answers my question. <laughs> I'm trying to think of Skeletor. the ones that you like, dude. Oh, I mean, since I like zombies, I'll get a Skeletor. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Masters of the Universe, or maybe even Thundercats, because the Mamra, he's pretty badass. You'd like that one. Actually, all right, all right, everyone, let's all go get one. <laughs> Flow sold on the soda pop cans. Micah, we appreciate your time here, man. We act, we love having you on the podcast, so we definitely hope we can do this more in the future. Yeah, awesome. Appreciate that, guys, so much for having me on. Thanks. We appreciate yeah. all your time, man. How do we find you on social media? Yeah, again, guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Death by Leg Kick, and then you could also give us a follow at the store just to see all the latest content, which is at Lobo Comics. Oh, and just one real question Do you own any pops? I do own pops. I recently liquidated a bunch. I'm kind of getting into Marvel Legends a little bit more. Okay. But uh, most of them are in the closet, as most of my collection is. But I do I do keep the Kakashi up on my desk at all times. He's like my there we go. We just got my gaming advisor for me. He sits <laughs> right next to the monitor. So yeah. Michael, well again, dude, we can't thank you enough. We appreciate you coming on the podcast, and we definitely, like I said, we want you on more. So we'll definitely keep in contact with you and everything. And dude, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. All right, guys, and we're back. We're talking with a bunch of people that are here at this event and we actually got one of our people from the New Mexico Chasers limited edition group uh, we got Donald here with us and he is actually one of our mini guru collectors Donald what's up man you know, nothing much, just trying to not spend a whole lot of money today. That's, that's a challenge, man. Yep. Challenge. You gotta leave your wallet at home. Unfortunately, it's got my driver's license in it. <laughs> so, Donald, talk to us about minis, man. What do you, how many, let's start off, how many do you have in your collection? I probably have around 200. No kidding. Wow. When uh, did you start? Two months ago. Okay. Yeah. So, 
100 a month is, I mean, I started out with Five Nights at Freddy's, and I mean, they're easier to display, they're easier to show, and they're a whole lot smaller, so you can put a whole lot more in the tops. Very cool. I love them. When you talk about um, real estate, I, I hear you, man, because I know in my house, I was like, I became an out-of-box collector just because they were outgrowing my homes, and uh, so I totally know where you're coming from on the minis. What made you decide to switch over to that? Was it the space that it was taking up, or did you just start researching them more? You started looking them up? What happened? It was the way they looked. Like, I noticed, I looked up a pop one time. I think it was like a... I looked up Jacko Chica from Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. That was the one I needed. That was the last pop I needed. And I saw the mini, and the mini looked so much cooler than the pop. And I'm like, let me look these up. And I noticed that the minis had so much more detail, in my opinion, than the pops did. And I, I just thought it was crazy something so small could have so much detail. Very cool. Let me ask you, so on the minis, because I'm not very familiar with them, do they have chases? Do they have glow-in-the-dark? Anything that separates them or anything like that? Do you have exclusives? Is it similar to the Funko Pops? Yeah. Um, just recently was the Venomized line. Uh, and that line had GameStop exclusives and Walmart exclusives. Awesome. Uh, the GameStop exclusives were Rocket Raccoon, Glow in the Dark Hulk, and Glow in the Dark Iron Man. And then the Walmart exclusives were The Punisher and Glow in the Dark Thanos and Glow in the Dark Captain Marvel. Okay. And the glows on those were just amazing. And when you're buying these, they're min uh, they're, uh, they're mysteries, right? Yeah. It's a mystery box. I hate those things. Yes. Uh, I mean, I've, I've started to cheat recently. I take a scale to the store. Okay, you know. there we go. I mean, when the Venomized set came out, I bought three cases. And I'm like, holy crap, I just dropped 120 bucks on things I don't even know what's going to be in. Yeah. So let me start bringing a scale. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you got to do that, man, because those get expensive, right? Yeah. What do you spend on a box? Um, at GameStop, you spend roughly around 50. Uh, Hot Topic and Bunks Box Lunch is around 70. Okay. Um, so... How many come in that? Uh, 12. 12? The case is 12. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, and what I've noticed with the GameStop is when you buy a case, you normally get the exclusives. So, and Box Lunch and Hot Topic. I mean, okay. They're, they're just wild cards there. Gotcha. <laughs> Flo, why don't you tell us about your mystery experience? Oh, my Mystery God. mini experience at GameStop. Oh, my God. Never again. So, me and... Uh, Mr. Nando here, we're on an adventure for some pops, and then I was like, hey, I kind of like the Thor Ragnarok mystery minis, so they were on for sale for like three bucks each, right? And I bought a freaking crap load of them, and I was like hoping to get Scourge and all the other ones, and when I opened up at least nine of them, I had five Hulks, three doors, two Lokis, and I was like, you know what, I freaking hate minis, I'll never collect them ever again. <laughs> You that know what was... probably happened there was uh, there were multiple cases in the store and somebody picked out the pieces they wanted and then merged the cases. Well, Minnie's freaking stupid. <laughs> Where's the salt girl pop? Oh, we I'm need looking. to have that one. To <laughs> you know I'm looking at one. Uh, that was actually a funny story because when I was with Flo at, at that one, it was funny, dude, because he literally busted them open in the store, and it was funny because the employees were watching. So like, there's like a bunch of oohs and ahs, but mostly like oohs because. Every time Flo would open one up, it was a whole crack of rock. <laughs> they were laughing at me. I was like, oh, crap. Damn it, why? I was like, I hate this place. So, Donald, talk to me, bud. Um, what's considered a grail in the, in the mini world? So, the biggest one people probably talk about is the... The glow-in-the-dark white from Game of Thrones. Okay. Not white. Um, the zombie thing. I can't remember. Yeah, it's a white. Never yeah, it's a white. Yeah, it's a white. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the one white. people mo normally talk about when they talk about grails. Okay. That one could sell up to 500 bucks. Really? Yeah. So, okay. The, the flocked buckbeak, yeah, sells for around 200. Okay. Um, upwards to 400. It's It varies a lot. What's the most you spent on one? I spent I spent 80 on a spring trap. Okay. Spring trap. Uh, and I spent 80 on a spring trap, the, the Afton spring trap. I really love that mini because uh, it's, it's the spring trap body, 
but its mouth is open, and you can see a head screaming inside of it. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, and there's like blood running down the guy's face. It's I want that one. Now. That's what made me fall in love with the movie. I saw that one, and I'm like, oh my god, I need it. You yeah, know? I'm gonna have to get a picture of picture of that one from you, dude, so I can post it up on the page. Oh man, that one's just awesome. Like, Very cool. I gotta see this. That's the most I spent on one. It's probably my favorite one too. Okay. Other than uh, my little bit. Are you completing sets of these also? I'm trying to. Okay. So uh, what's like what's your collection looking like? So like you know, Marvel, uh, Game of Thrones. Like what? What are the ones that you're you're trying to complete right now, or what do you have in your collection? So right now, ninety percent of it's man. Okay. I can't believe I turned into one of those snap guys, you know, it's just, it's something me and my sister fell in love with, and then she fell out of it, so now I'm the only snap guy in the family. Okay. So, like, so it's norm it's mainly snap. I have a few horror, some sci-fi, Marvel, mainly Spider-Man Marvel. Let me ask you, in the Albuquerque community, are you finding a lot of mini collectors, and, you know, are, you know, is, is it making it easier, like, on trades and purchasing, stuff like that, or... Is a lot of your collection coming online and from the from the stores? Uh, it's a lot of it's coming from stores and online. Okay. I found probably two other people that are main mini collectors. Like there's a couple here selling some, but they're they're, they're obviously not mini collectors, you know. Okay. Right on, Donald. We appreciate you chopping chopping it up with us over here, man, on the Funkaholics podcast. Definitely appreciate you giving us all the information on the minis, man, and all the best luck to you on getting those getting those important ones that you got on the wish list yeah there's there's a bunch you know and they're they're a pain sometimes <laughs> <laughs> do you have social media and where can we find you i have facebook find me donald bailey little jack-o-lantern as the profile picture that's probably about it so. <laughs> awesome man well thank you again for being on the podcast yeah no problem thank you we got a new collector here by the name of josh hey thanks for having me uh Pretty cool spot, local comics. I've never really been here before. Like y'all mentioned, I'm just a new collector. Probably like a month in or so. So cool, man. newbie, newbie. How do you um, like it so far? Is it overwhelming? Is it oh, well, pretty easy? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it, it's it's both. Just like any other collection, I have many other collections too. But Funko's definitely one that you just like got slipped into. Kind of a bad time with tax season coming. You know, it's just like yeah. But to say the least, it's fun. Uh, a lot of people on the Chase group on Facebook just like give me so, so much insight and so much like help. It's like unreal. Like there's like like no hate on that page and i'm like wow you're all so nice to me oh dude we love having you in the family man i mean that's that's what kind of you know was the whole image behind it and then like what we do for the funkaholics man we just sit here and talk about what we love and that's funko yeah yeah, yeah that's exactly cool. that's funny you say the whole tax season thing because i started a little bit before tax season last year about probably a year and three months ago now when tax season came me and tasha we went on a trip to texas we came back with probably Probably 200 pops at least. I think I remember hearing that in, in, in one of the podcasts where, like, it was part like you had to at least leave one seat open or something. Yeah, we had to leave a seat open for a month, <laughs> otherwise, that seat probably would have been filled too. Like, every square inch of that is like pretty much called for as far as The trunk, too, you said, right? Yep, the trunk. Oh, yeah, trunk, wow. too, in the car, all of it. 200 pieces, man. Wow. So, Josh, talk to me, man. What, um. <laughs> what got you into Funko or how did how'd you catch that fever man? Um the fever okay so I'm a huge hip hop fan. I mean I'm even wearing a local act on my shirt that I've been sporting for ten years. Um, Sweet. I used to also be a hip hop artist too. And I saw the Biggie and the Tupac and of course they're like two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, you got them right up there actually. They're sitting right up there. <laughs> so I'm like, alright, so that's one of the girls. If that was one of your questions, that's one of my girls right there. But like I saw that I'm like, alright, well let me see what I can get into. You in the meantime and it's just the whole 90s thing like I have half of the instinct like line um I'm looking to collect the Power oh Rangers um, see some Batman you got there today I yeah uh, I just went shopping like today and I saw whatever I liked <laughs> and I actually got a couple from this uh, booth here and I got this Janet from Ant-Man versus uh, the Wasp and I got uh, Abraham from The Walking Dead okay and so like I'm pretty excited about the Abraham because I've watched them 
the show, you know, up to seventh, uh, the seventh season. Okay. And so, I mean, I just, you know, it's cool to see the stuff you're into as far as TV shows or nostalgia, like Power Rangers, yeah. you know, in the 90s or whatever. And it just, like, becomes a toy as an adult. That's what even you hear if you a just, lot of. Yeah, nostalgia. Even if you just, Sit it there, it's like it's a walk down memory lane for us, yeah. It says you're less inclined to play with it as opposed to my eight year old sister where she wants to play with her else. So I'm like, all right, that's yours if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> don't I have the same one, don't take it out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> what sets are you looking to like complete, or what? It, which one is it that you got your, your eyes on? Like, um, the glow in the dark Rick and Morty sets. Like, I just copped the toxic Rick, okay, okay, um, excellent. And I actually traded that for an Eevee and uh, a bit of an unfair trade. But I was willing to give it up. I was like, he wanted it. I wanted this one. It's whatever. It's all love. There you go, man. Cool. You just built a good relationship right there, too, because you never know if they find something and they'll be like, hey, you know what? This has Josh written all over it. I'm going to hit him up. Yeah, just pretty much anything like 90s nostalgia. Okay. For the most part, you know. And whatever loose ends, bits and pieces that come my way, too. I'm like, hey, you know, that's pretty cool. Okay, you guys. What was one of the things, like, as a new collector, I always find it interesting to see, like, you know, what, what things that they find that works the best for them or, you know. So is it mostly just, like, online research to that you do or is it kind of, like, talking within the groups or what did you find the most useful that that helps you find what you're looking for i try to reach out to different resources so even youtube videos um perfect that, you know, facebook page we got any one of y'all you've been helpful to me just my own personal initiative to research the product for the piece okay um, like i said if the uh, piece strikes my eye i'll definitely look into it like you know, what i really want or can i wait and so, I mean, that's the fine line between addiction and actual fun. There you <laughs> like, go, right? the money. That's the yeah, problem. exactly. <laughs> so let me ask, uh, what's a line you would like to see? Or a pop that you would like to see made that's not something, not one of those? I know they don't have an Eminem. I'm trying to look them up. Okay. I want an Eminem. I'm a very, very big Eminem fan. Love to see an 8 Mile one. <laughs> yeah. Something like, or even, yeah, like I, I, I saw a Biggie with an album cover. I'm not sure what it is. Is it like an album cover? Oh, yeah, this is something new that's coming out. Pop albums. It's very first one. It's a new thing. So I'm going to have to get that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to have to get that one. The Eminem would be pretty cool to see. Like I said, 90s, uh, along with the hip-hop mix, even if it's like both of the Army. Or, oh, yeah. Now you're talking. Just I got you. Of, oh man, you know. And I, I actually, just a little fun fact. I actually got to open up for Lazy Bone a few years ago. No way. He's a cool dude. Yeah. A little bit of a few. Uh, it was a few platinum, multi-platinum artists that I got to open up for. So, I mean, even just having that and to have a story to tell would be like. Hell yeah. Know, even my sister would be like, "Who's that? Oh, well, you remember that song I was uh, showing you that you yes. didn't really understand?" But like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean. Whatever's conversation piece to say the least, so try to cop whatever, you know. We love that you're that you're with us, you know what I mean? Uh, you're part of the family now, you're a Funkaholic. We got you on the podcast, man. We appreciate you listening, hitting that subscribe button and you know, sharing the love and the feedback is awesome. Anything you ever need, man, come and talk to us, dude. We got you. Oh yeah. Oh and uh, another thing that I did post on the page that I've been looking out for it doesn't matter which variation, like I'm an artist too and with being that I'm trying to look for a Bob Ross. Okay. Someone get this man a Bob Ross. I need a Bob Ross, even if it's with the raccoon or the animals, I don't care. I've seen about pretty much every single thing that he's put out. I know a lot about him. Cool. I was like I'm thinking Michaels. Yeah, we, we can find you a Bob Ross. Uh, we'll find you a Bob Ross. Even if man. it's the uh they have the custom ones where you can do yourself? Yes, sir. I was at Even the that. Dallas Fan Expo last year, and it started out exclusive to there. And uh, I, saw, I saw them. I just, just like, eh, I don't need it. And, right, uh, right. Now I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all up. But uh, now you guys know, anybody that, you know, was listening to this or anything like that, hit up your man, Josh. Oh, man. Well, thanks for so, being with us. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, Josh, before you leave us, how do we find you on social media, bud? Social media, Facebook, Josh with three or anybody that follows the the Chasers page, uh, I'm on there constantly. But I do have an artist page that is called, on Instagram. It's called Bad Shit Bishop Five Hundred Five. It's B A D S H I T Bishop. One word, 505. You'll find anywhere from my music stuff to my painting stuff to my drawing stuff to my logos, uh, commission work, art pieces with uh, customized sneakers, 
Absolutely. Yeah, so you'll find all that on there, and probably even in the future, I might even just customize my own pops. That's the way it's going to go. So let's see. We definitely Thank love you. to see those photos, man, and we'll get them out on the Instagram page. Awesome. Appreciate you all having me. Right on, Josh. We appreciate your time, man. Thank you for coming in. I've got an awesome guest here with me, David. Talk to us, bud. How did you get into the Funko world? Oh, wow. Long story. Well, basically, I've been doing cons 2005, and I was collecting autographs. I wanted to get something that had a similar theme instead of all this random memorabilia to get signed and uh, happened to see you know these little pop figures that uh, used to come in clamshells and I started that got me addicted and into the, the wonderful world of Funko. Ooh man you just took me back right there and I think you take a lot of listeners back when you just said clamshells. Tell oh, yeah. us how long you've been collecting. Well um, I originally started uh, collecting like um, the wacky, wacky wobblers so it was before I think the clamshells probably around what 2011-ish. I believe so. Cause all this started in '98, right? The wacky uh, wobblers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike Becker selling them out of his garage, I believe. <laughs> that was that was way before my time. I just happened to see these at the, the random booths when I was walking around trying to figure out what I'd like to get signed. In fact, um, when I first got into it, my first my first Funko that I actually, or Funko Pop from when it was, I guess, when it was clamshells, it was the what, Funko Force 2.0, and now it's, and then it became in the Funko Pops, and yeah, I started, that, I guess in 2013, um, I signed up to the Funko Fanatics webpage <laughs> and I happened to see one for sale, and it turns out that uh, this piece ended up becoming a grail of all sorts because uh, they didn't have a particular license on it, and uh, it was clockwork orange. What I paid back then for it, a lot of people probably would have thought was crazy at the time. Right. It was a few hundred dollars for, you know, this this toy that was probably about five to seven dollars normally. In in a store? Yep. And I put in an order because I happened to be going to uh, I forgot which con, uh, con in uh, Texas where I was going to see Malcolm McDowell. And I was like, hey, you know, that'd be kind of cool to get and ordered it and first pop ended up being number 10 of the clockwork orange chase glow wow and this is the one that you read about in all the websites everybody's talking about it and we've got one right here <laughs> yep. and, ah, yeah so that was that was probably the first Pop Funko that I actually ordered and that that kicked off this this habit that's still going on. Right now is the uh, is is the Clockwork Orange Glow in the Dark Chase your your ultimate grill or what's your what's your personal favorite? I don't really have a favorite. I've been I guess weaning down the collection. I used to have you know probably close to four thousand. Oh my God! All right. And in the past few years, I've been. Slowly selling stuff off, and I've been uh, trying to concentrate my collection on autographed ones. Okay. So, which I mean, it's not. It's helping lessen, I guess, the the collection down to. I think I'm at around five five hundred and fifty signed ones. Okay. And that's still growing because I'm already set to get probably another twenty or so in March. <laughs> So, I mean, it's helped oh, yeah. in a way, but not really. <laughs> and and from the from the seller side, do you notice that people are more attracted to the autographs on the pop? Is it kind of you just notice that they're a fan and they want it no matter what? Have you noticed a difference? No, I mean, I think it's more of a it's a smaller I guess clique of people that collect both of them. Usually, you run into either just autograph. You know, seekers or the true Funko collectors. I know Taboo, like, I got the that grill signed by Malcolm McDowell, which I had open, so for the, you know, the true collector, they may say, oh my goodness, I can't believe you, you know, it's no longer mint condition. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think right now it's probably the only one that's signed out of the 12, because I think 
I know a few years back on the, the Funko Fanatic forum, I think they, they actually tracked down like all the owners and associated who owned which number, but I guess recently one of those has changed. Or I don't know if you saw the, that $50,000 sale recently of one of them with uh, included that and the, the Willy Wonka and the Freddy Chocula. I, I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, a little rich for my book, but hey, more power to him. Right? Uh, uh, with this one, when they contacted, just basically gathering information that you have ownership of it, or did you have to, like, show photos? Like, what did they, what all did that entail? Really, all they did, um, most of the, most of the, the, the owners are, we're already part of members of that particular forum. I mean, I think if you still go on it, there may be some, I guess there's, there's a lot more uh, changeover, but back when I first signed up, it was like a lot of the OG collectors that, I mean, pretty much they're the ones that own the same number of the set for like all the 1 of 12s. Um, and they were the ones collecting for, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. So to make my collection look, you know, put it to shame. So, um, and so like the, the same people really own the same numbers. For this one, it was, it was kind of weird because they didn't have the license at the time. So they could only be given away by... Mariotti, um, so he went to like close friends or were raffled off or given out at the fun days. Okay. Um, and I just happened to be on it and saw that someone was selling it. I don't know if it was, just wasn't interested in that person at the time or that he sold it. And then when I got it, then, you know, I think it was probably maybe a year or two and then all of a sudden there's that you know skyrocket right everyone's like holy cow yeah so i think that that would probably be the girl that, that i would probably have to you know save if the house was started on fire i'd have to go in and grab that one and take it with me i got you i bet you that one's really super protected right <laughs> well now before it's just you know yeah, it on the shelf. <laughs> what was your reaction when you initially saw what the value was on this thing Kind of shocked, but I mean, doing this for you know for so long, uh, from, I guess from the beginning of, of the pop world, you know, I paid a lot of you know the original prices. Now with the secondary market and all this stuff, you know, all of it's you know skyrocketing. Period. So like stuff that you were buying for ten dollars, like some hot topic or whatever now you know three four hundred bucks like, you know you don't know where it happened it just happens right it's good in a way so i mean, i definitely profited off of it so right <laughs> that's always a good thing <laughs> Well, David, that's awesome, man. I thank you so much for being on the podcast with us and spending your time with us. I'm going to leave you with one last question. It's a Funko wish list. So out of all the pop, all the pops that are out there, is there one pop that hasn't been made that you would love to see made? Wow. No, I'm sure there will be one made of everything I can think of. Okay. So I'm I'm just a, a general sort. I don't really have any like lines that I particularly favor so anything's good I mean, whatever pops you know, pops out and if i think i can get it signed then i'll probably you know go after it all right david well uh do you got social media and is there a way we can find you you can follow me on instagram at at funkin shiznit that's f-u-n-k-i-n-s-h-i-z-i-t well thank you again david we appreciate your time man and Anytime we can bring you back on, you're more than welcome, and we would love to have you again. All right. All right, Funkaholics, I'm back, and I've got with me two special guests. These guys are these guys are my boys. I've got the Funko Fiends Southwest over here. I've got the Prez and the VP. What's, what's up? going on, guys? Hey, what's, what's up, going man? On? Good so, to be here, man. So talk to me, man. What do we got going on? What's going on with the Fiends these days? 
Uh, well, lots going on with the fiends right now. Um, with the uh, well, actually, no, a lot, not a lot's going on. Well, everything's on hold right now because we have new patches coming out, new pens and everything. But with the coronavirus, everything has been put on hold. So they just uh, the people that we run through our manufacturers said that they're starting to get production back up again. So everyone that's waiting on everything, it just needs to wait a little bit longer. So we apologize for that. So perfect, man. I'm one of those ones that's waiting in line. That's I'm ready. Right, you are. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so VP, what's going on, man? Talk to us, bro. Much, How'd you get man? into Funko Pop collecting? Oh, dude, it's actually a funny story. Like for me, I would see these things around every now and then. You know, I'd see them at Target or Walmart or whatever, and I would be like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's pretty dope or whatever, you know, but I'd never pull, pick one up. Me and my cousins were actually at Nickel City, and we actually just stayed on one game, bro. And we just hit like 30,000 tickets, and the one pop they had was Gollum from The Hobbit. Okay. So I was like, mine, I dropped, I think, like my 12,000 tickets on it, dude, and that was the first one that started it. It was over from there. Very I was cool, like, man. man, and now I'm over here trying to get rid of some. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to we gotta pay for that addiction somehow. Dude, seriously, I'm trying to cop over here the original Tupac and Biggie right now, and trying to make a deal for this dude so Man. if he pulls through for me i'm gonna drop some money there we go but that's gonna be an awesome one to have in the collection know, man dude. that's one that we can show off definitely yeah, sure. that's gonna be a good one to get heck yeah man we're excited about this funko things man you know me and steve over here we're kind of new right now with the, the southwest so we're trying to push it all through um get more active followers for us you know so appreciate you guys over here at funkaholics and chasers bro because this actually gets the more of the community together in it's terms of our involved. Funko community, you know, so it's exciting, man. It's exciting what's going to happen. You know, we're, like I said, we're just starting it out new. So we're kind of building it from the ground up to something better. You know what I mean? We want to do more, you know, charity stuff, you know, get involved with that. So we're we have a, giveaways. Yeah, giveaway stuff. Dude. Contests. There's a lot. We wanna, there's a lot we want to do now because now that we've taken the reins for the Southwest chapter, um, before I mean it was under great. Uh, there was a great president and everything. I have no ill will towards anyone that's, that's left the Funko Fiends at all, but um, it was just a little too quiet. So we're trying to get this more active. I'm trying to get everybody involved that we can through the the. We have the Facebook page. We have the Instagram page. We have a Discord chat group. We have, uh, I'm going to start actually a Facebook chat group for people that don't want to do Discord. We just want to have all of us where we just talk and interact and everything. Because we have, um, we do Utah, Nevada, Texas, Arizona, and New Mexico. So we have a pretty big territory to cover. And we want everyone to be involved and tell us their stories, show us their hauls. You know, just, just uh, whatever they want to do, you know. And maybe we can try to meet up at... Uh, some comic cons are near near are in the middle of all of us or something maybe something in, in Arizona or whatever Texas but yeah so it's just kind of it's kind of like 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 Isaac said we're on the ground floor right now we're just trying to get this thing going and build some put a foundation to uh, a new level of the Funko Fiends that's awesome man and and uh, one of the things that I love about the Funko Fiends is uh, I mean the Funko the way that I love Funko and everything I love all everything that's nostalgic and I love the history and I love you know what's going on with Becker I love what's going on with um, you know, Mariotti taking over now and everything. And I mean, let's be honest, in the Making Fun, the uh, Funko documentary, mm -hmm. who was in there? Funko Fiends. Funko Fiends, that's baby. Right. Yeah, that's that was actually, awesome, man. That's what got me into them. Yeah. Like, I no, saw seriously. that and I was like, Same who thing. are these guys? And I liked the patch and the logo and the look and everything. I was like, wow, that's, that's a cool way to kind of nerd out, but still kind of not be so dorky you know yeah. maybe not get picked on i don't know right but, <laughs> but, uh, so. dude it was the same way with me when i saw that documentary i saw the patches on there and i was like i want to get involved with that and shout out to scott Fu music out there too because yep, he was the music. one that actually um he he posted it up on instagram that he was going to do more patches so i was like oh sweet man like i'm gonna i'm gonna get in this right so got online and then finally got into involved with it, got my patch in and you know it's just been uphill from there you know and then i got involved with steve and he told me about the southwest and man it's just been kicking off man it's and dude, awesome congratulations on that vp position oh, yeah, man. You, man i mean when steve posted it out there and everything you're one of the ones that first popped into my head cool yeah, i was like it's gotta be isaac that. man yeah. Uh, Isaac's so, always active. He's always involved in, the, in everything on there. So I was like, this dude's got to freaking have my back. I think he's going to be badass. So hey, yeah, You know what, dude? You guys work perfect together, man. Because I crack up on your videos that you post on Instagram. And then we got you doing comedy now, yep, man. So, yep. dude, that's all gold to me. And yeah. I loved it. So that's the, the connection was perfect. It was, actually. And that's actually what drew me to, to Isaac being my, my, the vice president of the club is because... You know, he did post all these funny videos and stuff. And I'm like, man, that guy's got, like, you know, he's got spunk, he's got spirit. He's got, like, just everything going for charisma, character. I was like, that's what that's what I want the Southwest Funko Fiends to represent is 
a fun group of people that just want to hang out, talk about pops or anything else, toys. Like, you know, we, we nerd out on Masters of the Universe. I'm the Motu Mafia founder. Yes, sir. Actually, but uh, that's another group for another day. But, right. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so it's just something that we just want to do. We want to have, like, a fun... Uh, spirit going through the the, the Funko Fiend Southwest. So that's what our goal is right now. Yeah, is to get man. Back. Exactly. Like this, this is all family for us. You know what I mean? Like I got involved with a lot of new people, and you treat them like if you're your brothers or cousins. Exactly. Like, it's, it's, that's what we want. Or if you're native, your cousin brothers. <laughs> exactly. You know, but it's it's all it's all love. It's all fun. You know, it's just everything going on in the world right now, man. Just to come together and spend a day like this. So we're at, over here at Lobo Comic. Hanging out all day, it it takes your mind off of stress, work. It really does. Anything you got going on in your life, it's Everything. just like let's go sell some pops, let's make some new friends. You exactly, know what I mean? and that's that's what I love about the camaraderie about this company. Or well, not company, this community. I community. Say, you know what I mean? Well, it's fun too because not all of us. We're not here to like um, gouge each other or screw each other over anyway. Like we're all here just to, for one common purpose: the love of toys and collectibles and have a good time. So, you know, all of us we cut each other killer deals we, we hook each other up with whatever like we try to help each other out finding things like nando you helped me grab the the tar- target uh, doc holiday which i was yes, looking sir. for showed up today and then i and then i hooked you up with the jyd today like the uh lgn classic like man it's just all about fun here you know and i'm hoping they don't find me on target man because that kid wasn't happy when i shoved him <laughs> that's oh, all a joke it's all a joke <laughs> it's all love it's all love <laughs> I shoved him with love. <laughs> it was more like a stiff arm, man. You know, he's, I, I thought he was, you know, reaching for something, but, you know. Heisman. Uh, yeah, give him the Heisman. And, uh, and, you know, just like you said, guys, going back to the love and everything, like I said, you know, the community's huge. And, you know, I never thought when, you know, when I first had that Jex Teller in my hands that it was going to lead to all this. You know, my when it started for me, my godson was the one that put this pop in my hand. And after that, it was over. Nice. You know, I... I'm like, I, I've seen these before. And then I walk into Hastings and yeah. you got Rocky, you got Masters of the Universe, you, you know, got this, you got speaking that. Speaking of Hastings, you know what makes me mad was I, I didn't collect pops like a long time ago. And um, I had a, a worker, one of my uh, employees gave me a pop one time and it was a two thumbs up Deadpool. And that was my first pop. I still have it. And then I won two pops from an a Instagram contest from Comic Book Guy. And anyway, I went to uh, Hastings when they were closing down and I was a big comic book guy then. So I'm buying all these comic books and stuff, and I, there's like these two shelves just full of pops, and they were like a dollar each. I mean, they were, it was down to the end, like it was like 90% off. You just basically walk out with free pops, and I regret. Not, I did buy some. You're I not bought, alone, my friend. <laughs> I bought the whole set of the Rocky Horror Picture Show for, for my sister-in-law, because she loves that show, and I regret not getting me one. I'm like, damn it. Like, so every time I go, I go to her house, I'm like, can I have that set? I gave it to you. Can I have that set? She's yeah. like, hell no. And she doesn't collect pops, but she loves it because it's cool. Everyone loves Funko Pops because there's something cool and there's something for everyone exactly. yeah it's crazy exactly. it always comes to, like for me it's it's nostalgic it's something from what i grew up with man i mean just like you know moments ago we were talking about you know like all the toys that we play with or we're you know while we're growing up um i brought them all with me it, steve's got them all and i mean you know he almost sold me his birth certificate and his uh baptismal, baptismal. but hey that's another and story that we'll share with that's a true story folks <laughs> jesus i almost sold my whole identity <laughs> For $20. For $20. <laughs> and you got scared. <laughs> oh, man. That's but, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, talking about all that and, you know, chopping up, and like I said, you know, me being able to come around and meet such great people and talk with everyone and get connected and, you know, do all these great things. The, nostal- the nostalgia is there, man. And Funko's got it. They, they, they figured it out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I know when Mike Becker started all this, that was a big part of, you know, what he wanted to get across. And, you know, one of his biggest things was he was saying is, I just want everybody to come together and talk about what they love. And I'm hoping that what I give to you is, and he nailed it. Mission accomplished. He nailed it. it. And Brian took it and ran with it even better. And I mean, it's just, one of the best companies that's ever, ever come out anywhere. Like, I mean, they're better than Hasbro, they're better than Galoob, they're better than and they're better than all these other toy companies combined because they actually do create, like you said, nostalgia and a, and a, and a, and a family and a collectability. And, like, everyone just comes together with this company. It's crazy how everyone's behind Funko, and we're all fiends at heart, really. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better. Exactly. And one of the things that I love, too, is, you know, people can look at my wall of pops, and I get, can sit there and tell them each story mm-hmm. on a... Uh, how I got it, who I met, you know, 
and to me, like I said, you know, it's just a, it's a love. It's, you know, it's, it's a family. Exactly. It is a lot of fun. There's, there's always something for someone out there, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, in the beginning of all this, I kind of felt a little, to be honest, embarrassed, you know, like um, collecting these little figures that look like the new Beanie Baby, quote unquote, as everybody was saying. You right. Know? We always, you love that comparison. Exactly, oh, yeah. right? But for me, dude, like, it, it, there's no better satisfaction for me than just come out here and do this. You know what I mean? It just brings everybody together and have fun. It's just a nice thing to do. It's, it is. It's a nice hobby. And, you know, every, there's something for everybody. My cousin over there, I just gave him his first two. Right on. <laughs> so, uh -oh. Now he's over there running the booth. I know. Now he's running the booth, man. But, you know, it's up quick. Exactly. He's moving up. <laughs> You know, it's, it's fun, man. I mean, we're over here Lobo again, like I said, and we got like 10 people out here, 10 tables full, hundreds of pops, you know, everybody's so chill. And that's just that's just what's left from the rushes of today. I mean, exactly. it, was, it was popping off all yeah. day today out here. I mean, there's so many people that love collecting Funko Pops and, and toys and figures and stuff. It was awesome today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So really, I think I almost sold all my uh, inventory. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, I cleaned up on what I brought in. Yep. And I mean, I got to, you yeah. know, shout out to Eric and, and Lobo so Comics well, and all the staff, man. I mean, yeah, they are sure. on point. They take yeah. care of business over here. And it's such a great spot, you know? Yeah, it's fun. It's also nice for me. One thing I do love is it, even if I drop a couple dollars down, you know, or whatever, to make somebody happy. Or to have somebody finish off their collection, it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, like I actually helped Steve off with his uh, Batman series, you know, yep. uh, a couple days ago. He did, actually, you know? yeah. <laughs> and it just helped him out, you know what I mean? And it just, it made me happy. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what it's about, just helping people out, I just, getting them out there. I just noticed that today I sold uh, uh, Smokey the Bear, the flocked one, yep. from Hot Topic. I was just watching the girl, and she, I don't know if it was her mother or who it was, but she just went to her, handed to her, and her mom was like, oh my god, thank you, I love this, and it's like, that's, yeah. you know, that's what's I, I totally it. hear you on that, man. It's a big part of the whole community, man, just to make everybody happy, get people's collections finished, you know, because I'm, I'm a completist, so if I get one thing in a series... I have them has all. to be mine. Yeah, you know I, I mean? just finished Tombstone today, and yeah. I'm gonna fret the rest of my life be working on Masters of the Universe. Oh, dude, <laughs> you and me both, man. Yeah. I don't know who's gonna get to that Shira finish line first. <laughs> dude, I think it. I don't know. It's starting to really scare me. She keeps going up. And... You know what? We might have to go halfers, man, and just, just pass borrow, it back and forth. Yeah. Just borrow it. Just you're taking to... a month. I'll take the yeah. yeah. It's starting to look that way now, man. She's scaring me. Oh, yeah. dude, I. Just, I'm. I'm gonna be chasing that one for who knows how long. That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, talk to me, guys. What uh, what are some things that are coming up on the on the on the Fiends Horizon? Well, we are going to start doing, like I said, more uh, giveaways and stuff to kind of start drawing more interest to the page and to the group. Um, we're trying to kind of lock down a more uh, solid uh, solidarity with with the members that because we don't know when where the old president left. Uh, some people left with him, and some people stayed, and we're still trying to. It's through through three different websites, you know, through like Twitter, through uh, Instagram, and through Facebook. It's hard to try to lock everybody back down again and be as one. So that's been a little bit of the of the challenge I've been finding is trying to catch who wants to stay, who doesn't want to stay, whatever kind of thing. And and it's been kind of a mishmash of trying to get everybody like back on track and involved. So once we get that more uh, solidarity going on, it's going to move forward. Like uh, Isaac and I already put some stuff together for my personal collection. Uh, both of us uh, donated some stuff that we're going to put up for a giveaway on Instagram, which you'll be seeing. I think we'll post that up in the next couple of days yeah. on the Funko okay. uh, yeah. Fiend Southwest page. And then just from there, I actually uh, would love to really start doing some stuff for uh, charities towards child, child abuse and stuff. I, I watched that uh, Gabriel Fernandez uh, documentary on Netflix, and man, that just... Being a father, like that just really brutally hit me in the face and hit me in the heart. And I really want to try to do something for, for children now, whether it's uh, raise any kind of money for anything, for anything we can help with child abuse. I mean, that's like, it really hit me hard. And whoever hasn't watched that yet, be careful watching it. You're going to cry. I got you. 100%. Yeah. It was rough. And you know, anything from the Funkaholics and the Chasers, man, we got you. Yep. Yeah, I appreciate course, that. Man. Yeah, thank and you I think guys we're for everything do a, you do too, man. We'll do a collab, uh, a, a collaboration. Uh, <laughs> Uh, charity event or something try to get some money raised and somewhere awareness really and everything because man it's crazy i love it excellent idea and like i said you know we're definitely in on that cool sure man That'll work. Yeah. appreciate your time coming in here man yeah, no and talking worries. to us on the podcast where can we find you guys man you can find us on um 
Well, let's see. On Instagram, it's going to be uh, Funkofine Southwest. Just look us up on there. Uh, we're also on Facebook. If you just look up Southwest Funkofines, uh, there's a Facebook group on there. You can find. Uh, if you can't find the Funkofines, you can find it through like our personal sites. Uh, mine is Todd Force One. Uh, Todd Force One on Instagram and Twitter, and then on um, Facebook, it's under Steve Baca, but it's got the Todd Force One button on there because for some reason Facebook doesn't let you use fake names, which really bothers me. <laughs> a lot of things that Facebook does that yeah, I just. I know. And I really wish I had to touch Facebook. But oh, trust me, I'm the same there. way, man. <laughs> but if you just look up Uncle Fiend Southwest chapter, we're on there. We're on a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. What and about I'm you, just, VP? Yeah, I'm just on Instagram right now, just Isaac Jaramillo, I S A A C. J A R A M I L L O. A lot of people have a hard time spelling my last name. I think it's with an E. I got the same problem, man. Everyone puts mine with a Z, and I'm like, it's an S, man. It's an S. Yeah, yeah no, Isaac Jaramillo on Instagram. Uh, it's a little M rated sometimes, but hey, yeah, it's all same. love from me. But <laughs> I do a lot of Funko stuff, I do a lot of photography that I'm into. Um, action figure photography so I love doing those that photos stuff, are awesome you know? dude there's someone that you that. come out and I'm just staring but, at it and I'm like dude understand. this guy does it again <laughs> what trips me out though is on your Funko photography is how do you get the clothes off <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I've been curious this whole time I'm just wondering oh, okay. like oh, wow like man how did you get the damn they're painted on first of all like, that takes some work all right <laughs> Oh, are you talking about, oh, you're talking about the Funko photography on Instagram, yes. not your private. No, 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 no. My bad, my bad. That one's a different account. I was confused. Yeah, it is a different account. Not a different so, account. So for all our fans out there, make sure you guys at Isaac on all that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, I definitely appreciate you guys coming on. This is all love, man. I've, I've been waiting to get you guys on here, and this is... This has been uh this has been exciting. So, yeah, exciting. Uh, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna definitely do some stuff in the future, and uh, we appreciate you coming on, man, spending Thanks your time with us. us. Yeah, Thanks, thank guys. You for appreciate us. you guys. Appreciate it. Love it. And just like that, we're all out of time. It's your boy Nando T, the Ric Flair of WWE Funko Pop Collecting. Woo! We're missing the guys over here, but they had a blast over at Lobo Comics. We met a lot of great people, a lot of great vendors. There was pops galore. Shout out to our boy David for talking to us about that huge mega girl that he's got on his hands. Shout out to the Funko Fiends, the Prez, and the VP for joining us, and our new collector, Josh. We also had Donald talking to us about those minis. So, guys, it was a really great time. I had such a blast doing the podcast, and I know that this went so well eric and his wonderful staff over at lobo comics and micah big shout out to you bud for uh giving us some history on lobo and just uh chopping it up talking shop guys we want you to hit that subscribe button we want you to listen we want you to share let the people know that the funkaholics are out there and that they are doing some big and great things we got a lot of cool things coming up follow us on instagram and we also have a youtube channel facebook coming soon that is in the works to close out guys we just want to wish you nothing but luck in your future hunts and from all the funkaholics live every day like a funko fun day Nick here, also known as at Disney Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I am the host of Five Minute Popcast. Join me in a weekly episode about Walt Disney World. I do five minute updates every week, as well as interviews with guests, travelers, other travel planners, and more. Find Five Minute Popcast anywhere you listen to podcasts.